This is our devotional commentary for 1 Kings chapter 5. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants to Solomon when he heard that they had anointed him king in place of his father. For Hiram always loved David. And Solomon sent word to Hiram, You know that David my father could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God, because of the warfare with which his enemies surrounded him, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor misfortune. And so I intend to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord said to David my father, your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build the house for my name. Now therefore command that cedars of Lebanon be cut for me, and my servants will join your servants, and I will pay you for your servants such wages as you set, for you know that there is no one among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. As soon as Hiram heard the words of Solomon, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, who has given to David a wise son to be over this great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have heard the message that you have sent to me. I am ready to do all you desire in the matter of cedar and cypress timber. My servants shall bring it down to the sea from Lebanon, and I will make it into rafts to go by sea to the place you direct. And I will have them broken up there, and you shall receive it. And you shall meet my wishes by providing food for my household. So Hiram supplied Solomon with all the timber of cedar and cypress that he desired, while Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat as food for his household and 20,000 cores of beaten oil. Solomon gave this to Hiram year by year. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom, as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and the two of them made a treaty. King Solomon drafted forced labor out of all Israel, and the draft numbered 30,000 men. And he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month in shifts, they would be a month in Lebanon and two months at home. Adoniram was in charge of the draft. Solomon also had 70,000 burden bearers and 80,000 stone cutters in the hill country, besides Solomon's 3,300 chief officers who were over the work, who had charge of the people who carried on the work. At the king's command, they quarried out great costly stones in order to lay the foundation of the house with dressed stones. So Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the men of Gebal did the cutting and prepared the timber and the stone to build the house. In 2007, 100 million voters replaced the seven wonders of the ancient world with the new seven wonders of the world. All these famous structures stand as an enduring tribute to human creativity and ingenuity. 
and yet none of these monuments are more important than the building which is under construction in 1 Kings 5. We are now considering the only building in the history of the world that the living God came down to use for his personal dwelling place, the Temple of Solomon in Jerusalem. This was the major construction project of Solomon's reign as king, one of the great accomplishments that secured his lasting fame. Detailed descriptions about the materials and labor may not seem interesting to us, but in all this, we are reminded of another building project that God is doing today, using living stones to construct the Church of Jesus Christ. When a new ruler came to power, it was typical for other world leaders to send formal greetings as a way of renewing peaceful relations. Since the king of Tyre was on friendly terms with David, having graciously provided materials and labor to build his palace in 2 Samuel 5, it was natural for him to reach out to Solomon, who now sits on his father's throne. Kings Hiram and Solomon negotiate a mutually beneficial agreement. Skilled craftsmen from Tyre will provide some of their world-famous lumber and arrange for the shipping. In return, Solomon will pay fair wages, verses 1 through 12. Most importantly, Hiram offered praise to the God of Israel with his own lips. The worship of this Gentile king foreshadows the praise that Jesus Christ will receive from all nations. Some are troubled by the way Solomon drafted forced labor out of all Israel, suggesting that Israel's new king was trampling on the rights of his subjects, that he was leading a harsh, oppressive regime. But these 30,000 Israelites served on a rotation basis, each serving only one month out of three, which hardly seems oppressive. In any case, Solomon was running a monarchy, after all, not a democracy, and these arrangements were probably temporary. Verses 13 through 18. Solomon's motive in this project was to build a house for the name of the Lord his God. This was his top priority as king, and it should cause each of us to consider how we are called to serve God's kingdom for God's glory. Solomon's temple was made of cedar and stone, obtained by costly labor, but the physical body of Jesus became the true dwelling place of God, and he is now busy working on a new construction project, not physical, but spiritual. Truly, the Church of Jesus Christ is the greatest of all wonders in this world. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.